1: Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank the Lord for a blessed morning as this and for having the opportunity to hear the word of God and also using our lives to do his work and his will. We are grateful for what God is doing. You know, this morning, uh, you will find out that I've delayed a little bit in coming because by the grace of God, we started another church in Addis Ababa, Ethiopia this morning. So wow! The, 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 the service is still on, but I have left to also come and share the word of God with you. And I consider it a great privilege that God would take a sinner like me and nobody like me and use my life to bless many lives through the working of his Holy Spirit. And I pray that by the power of the Holy Spirit, this morning you shall receive the truth of God's word and you shall be energized to walk in this truth and therefore for your life to be blessed. Amen. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you that there is no God like you. Thank you that you alone are God. And you alone deserve our worship. We declare that we look up to you alone, therefore. And we trust that it is only you who would supply the needs of our life on this earth. It is only you who will protect us and deliver us from every evil that is set against our lives. And it is only by your wisdom that we would accomplish great things. This morning, we choose to believe you. We choose to believe your word. And we pray that our hearts would indeed be a fertile ground into which your word shall be sown to bring forth hundredfold fruit and increase in every way. I pray for every sick person, both physically, and spiritually in every dimension that Lord, by your outstretched hand, you perform a miracle in their lives. I bring up to you Lord, every need that is represented here this morning, that Lord answer and provide in abundance, problems that have no solution according to human wisdom Lord, let it be solved in a second. Finances that don't seem to work. By your hand, let your wisdom be present in that life that the finances shall turn out for good. I curse and rebuke every satanic arrangement and works in the lives of anybody that is on this platform. And I release your blessing upon our lives. Lord, let your power be manifest in our lives by showing forth the impossible things to be possible in our lives. May our hearts rest in peace because we have found you and have known you and have worked with you. I thank you for every answer that we have because of these prayers, in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I've been sharing with you for some time now about the expectation of God for our lives. In different ways, I've said it, that because we have repented, the Bible says in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, that because we have repented and have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, because okay, so I'm, I'm explaining that because we have received the Holy Spirit due to our repentance, as the Bible promises us in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, we are expected to walk in the works of the Holy Spirit. We are expected to walk in the works of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, we must find ourselves being directed by the Holy Spirit. And one of the ways by which the Holy Spirit directs us is when we make up our minds to obey the Word of God. When we make up our minds to obey the Word of God. Now, the first thing I want to say to us this morning is that God is aware of your problems. I'm not talking about your problems in general. I'm talking about your problems specifically as an individual. You see, when the Bible says that, the very hairs on your head are numbered. It tells you, the details to which God, or the how God pays attention to the little details of your life. You know, you, you, you don't know the number of hairs on your head. You don't know, I promise you, even those of you that don't have hairs at all, you don't know the number of, I mean, the the, the the holes or the, the spots from where the hair comes from. Do you get it? You, you don't know many things about you. And so Jesus said that, you see, when a hair, a piece of your hair falls down, God knows it. So that is how detailed God is about you. And therefore, he knows every problem of your life and he promises to take care of that problem he promises to take care of that problem let's turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 Matthew 6 verse 19
0: Matthew chapter 6 verse 19 lay not up yourselves treasure upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. Continue. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. Ye cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life, that is what ye shall eat, or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, and the body than raiment? Behold, the fowls of the air For behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not. Neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto his stature? And why take ye thought for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toil, Neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon, in all his glory, was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which uh, today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye O ye of little faith? Therefore take no thought. Saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the, do the gentiles seek. Uh, for your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow for the moral shall take thought of the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof.
1: Hallelujah. Okay, so I assume that we finished reading Matthew six nineteen down to which verse? Down to 34. Okay, so let me, let me say something to you, and I have to summarize my message because of the network. You see, Jesus said you can't serve two masters. And then verse 25, he says, therefore, in other words, because of what I have said, take no thought. For your life, what you are going to eat, what you are going to drink, nor yet for your body, what you shall put on. And then he gives you or asks a question. It's not life which has been given to us more than raiment and the body. Sorry, it's not life more than meat and the body more than raiment. So here we see Jesus showing us how to live here on earth and how to be delivered from the works of the devil. That is aimed to make your life meaningless. That is aimed to make your life useless by making you chase after Certain things, which actually is the main reason why your life will be made useless. So God, through his servant, his son, Jesus Christ, or Jesus, God with us, is showing us that the the way to life, the way to pleasing God, the way to glorify God, the way to accomplishing your purpose for which God has brought you into this world is not to take thought of these things. But the beauty of it is that he assures us that not taking thought of these things does not mean the neglect of them by him. Satan, the deceiver, will want you to believe that the more you think about these things The more likely they are to be met. It is you see a lot of the quarrels, a lot of the problems we have in life comes from giving all our attention to some of these things. So God, with us, Jesus is saying that don't take thought of it, and then assures you that it is being taken care of by the Father that you have in heaven. Now, but what does he say we should occupy ourselves with? What does he say we should occupy ourselves with? He says in Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30, he shows us what we should occupy ourselves with. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor, and are heavily laden, and I'll give you rest. Verse 29, he says, take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest for your souls. Verse 30. He says, my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. You see, Jesus is calling us to make the great exchange. I said, Jesus is calling us to make the great exchange of burdens and yoke. Now, the verse we read, can you give it to us in another version? Matthew chapter
0: 11 from verse 28 to 30,
1: NLT. Yes.
0: Then Jesus said, come to me, all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart and you will find a rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear and the burden I give you is light.
1: You see, so God loves us so much that he's always making things easy for us. He knows where we are and he knows that Without his help and without his involvement, we shall not survive under the wickedness of Satan. But unfortunately, many of us don't believe him. But this morning, I want you to be a believer of Jesus and make a pledge in your heart to believe that the way he's showing us to live here That is the exchange of our yoke for his yoke is the best way. And that we don't have to be so concerned about whatever our yoke and burden is to have them attended to. Because as we make the exchange, he attends to ours and at the same time takes care of his that is with us. As we make the exchange, he attends to our yoke. Because our yoke is how to protect ourselves. Our yoke is how to be happy in this life. Our yoke is how to have financial stability. Our yoke is, I mean, the things that pertains to our enjoyment. And most of the time, these things, by our own strength, they, we don't find them. You meet a man, you meet a woman, thinking you are going to be happy ever after, and you discover that you have actually found a prayer topic, and all these things. You get a job, and you think, oh, now I shall be, I shall be prosperous. Then you find that at the end of the day, because of that job, now you are, you are a man or a woman of death, I mean debt. Owing so much. You get the car and you say, now I can move easily. Then all of a sudden, you start discovering that the car is actually a liability. That keeps eating your money all the time. So Jesus is teaching us that, listen, he has a better way of solving our problems. But we have to take his yoke and his burden upon us. Now, what is his yoke? What is his burden? To call out of this world a people to the good news, to the gospel. Now, if we were to take that yoke and that burden of his upon us, what will we be doing? We'll be doing exactly what he will be doing or he's doing. And you know, sometimes we get so preoccupied with ourselves that even though we have come to Jesus and we can, we have the offer to give him our burden and our yoke, we come to Jesus and still carry our burden and our yoke. You see, some of us behave like you have your luggage. I don't know, in the olden days now, we don't see it a lot. But in the other days, you find that people carry their luggage on their head. So this is how some of us behave. We carry a luggage. We enter into a train. And instead of putting the luggage down in the train for the train to carry the luggage, we still carry the luggage on our head while seated in the train. That's what most of us are doing. of allowing the train to carry your luggage, you sit in the train, you sit in the car, you sit in the bus, and you still carry your luggage. You have come to Jesus, and Jesus says, put your luggage down and take mine. You see, so this is what is happening to a lot of us. Our refusal to take the luggage of Jesus, our refusal to take the yoke and the burden of Jesus gives us an opportunity to continue to carry our burden and our yoke. I said, our refusal to take the yoke and the burden of Jesus leaves us with an opportunity to continue to carry our burden and our yoke. And they are heavy. They are more than we can carry. So this morning, I want to encourage us to walk in the wisdom of the four lepers. I said, I want to encourage us to walk in the wisdom of the four lepers. Because according to Second Kings chapter 7, There were four lepers that were outside their city. I said there were four lepers that were outside their city. I'm starting from verse 3, but I'll jump it quickly. You see, they were outside their city, and the city is under siege. So in other words, their city has rejected them because they have leprosy. And they were condemned to death outside the city. Now, many of us were like these lepers who were condemned. The Bible says, you who were dead in your trespasses have he quickened. You who were dead in your trespasses. Like the lepers, the life in the city doesn't belong to us because of the leprosy. But you see, when they saw deliverance, in 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 they said to themselves that. If we stay here, we are going to die. If we go towards the enemy that has surrounded our city. So it's like the city has rejected us. And death is what awaits us because we don't have food. If we stay where we are, we will die. If we go to where the enemy of the city is, we may die or we may live. We are not sure, but let us take a chance. Now, as they decided to go, God in his miraculous power used their little, their movement to create an opportunity for their survival. So the Bible says, verse 8, when the men with leprosy arrived at the edge of the camp, they went into one tent after another, eating and drinking wine, and they carried off silver and gold and clothing, and hid it. Finally, listen to what the leper said. They said to each other, This is not right. This day, this is a day of good news. And we aren't sharing it with anyone. You see, this is a day of good news. And we aren't sharing it with anyone. If we wait until morning, some calamity will certainly fall on us. Come on, let's go back and tell the people at the palace. Listen, the wisdom of the lepers, I said the wisdom of the lepers was the realization that they have received something that they didn't work for. They have received the help of God. They have received the goodness of God which has delivered them from death. Because if you listen to their earlier discussion, they said, if we stay here, we shall die. But God in his mercy has caused them to have more than they need. And they said, this day is a day of good news. Somebody must hear it. Now, what most of us as Christians don't understand is that we are happy to be saved. We are happy to be born again. I said, we are happy to be saved. We are happy to be born again. But instead of realizing that our salvation, is, we got born again, not because we pray for it, but it is the work of somebody. It is the work of God that has caused us to know Jesus Christ. Are we not concerned that others should know Jesus Christ also? Are we not concerned that others should know Jesus Christ? You see, this is the burden of Christ, that he will be known because he came to seek and to save that which is lost. And if we take his yoke and burden upon us, it will be well with us. I said, it will be well with us. This is the wisdom that Satan will fight you for. Or oh, this is the wisdom that Satan will fight against it in you walking in them. By telling you that it's all about you. Take thought of what you eat. Your problems are not solved yet. You see, your problems are not solved yet. But your problems will not last forever. Because they are only problems as long as you live. The day you exit out of here, your problems comes to an end. And because of the life that Christ has given you by the relationship that you have with him, your exit out of here is not going to hell, but it's going to a better place. Therefore, whether you are here or whether you are out of here, if you take the yoke of Christ on you, it shall turn out to be a blessing unto you. Because the lepers recognize that they have what they didn't work for. I said the lepers recognize that they had what they didn't work for. And today, I want you to recognize that for by grace are you saved. You have what you didn't work for. And you must be the reason why somebody else would have the salvation that he didn't work for. So as we come to a time of supporting evangelistic campaigns and efforts by our bishop and even by ourselves, I want us to be mindful of that. Let us be wise. I said, let us be wise. Because God in his mercy has brought us salvation. And because we have the good news of salvation in Jesus Christ, through us, directly or indirectly, others must hear of this good news so that they can also be saved like we are saved. The lepers recognized and acknowledged the state of the people in the palace. I said the lepers recognize and acknowledge the state of the people in the palace. They didn't say to themselves, listen, it is." It, we have taken a long time to walk here. And you know, because of our leprosy, we can't walk that far. So just as God brought us here, God will bring them here anyway. So let's keep let's keep to ourselves and keep enjoying. They were not vindictive in terms of ah, but they sucked us from the city. They sacked us from the city because of our leprosy, which is true no fault of us. So why should we bother about them? No, they said we do not well. Say so this is a day of good news, and if we don't let others receive this good news of availability of food, receive good news of the people breaking out of the walls of the city and being able to go out, something bad will happen to us. May we walk in this wisdom. I said, may we walk in this wisdom and may every form of deception that Satan will use to prevent us from recognizing that if we don't get others to know about Jesus, we do not well. May every effort of Satan to prevent us fail. And may the Lord by his spirit cause us to see the light in this gospel and burden our hearts just as Christ so loved the world that our hearts be burdened for souls to be saved. Let us encourage our Father as we prepare towards the healing Jesus service. Let us encourage our Father to go far where we can go. And let us also take it upon ourselves to go to people and tell them about Jesus, the salvation that we have found in Jesus. Don't, you see, can I tell you something? The lepers did not complain that God has not healed their leprosy. They were just grateful that they have found something to eat in spite of their leprosy. In spite of their leprosy, they have found something to eat So you can see that even as they were still in a leprous state, they were willing to go back, having found this deliverance. They were willing to go back to the people that even rejected them. They did not give excuse. May you never give an excuse. What is it that is happening in your life? that is causing you pain and you are praying to God for deliverance, I tell you that as you lift up your eyes off your problem to see what God has done for you through salvation, through Jesus Christ, and to take it upon yourself that others will receive the salvation, I promise you, God would answer your very need you will not have to pray about it, but you will see it go away. And therefore, may the Lord touch our hearts. May the Lord bless us and help us to walk in this wisdom of the lepers. Every form of selfishness, every form of self-centeredness that has gripped us and caused us not to be a vessel a channel of the good news of Christ. In the name of Jesus, we declare ourselves free from such. And we proclaim and declare that we are channels and vessels of the good news of salvation. Lord, if you can use anything, we ask you to use our lives. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, let us pray this prayer together. If you are not born again and you want to give your life to Jesus or you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, may we kindly pray this prayer together. Dear Jesus, I thank you for my
0: life. I thank you for my
1: life. I receive you. I receive you. As a son of God. As a son, as the
0: son of God,
1: God. Who came to die for my sins. Who, who came, came
0: to, die to die for my God. sins.
1: In you is life. In you is life. And I ask you to give me life.
0: I and I ask to you to life. give
1: me life. As I declare my faith in you. As
0: I declare my
1: faith in you. As a Messiah. As a Messiah. As a messiah. Thank you that by your death.
0: Thank you that by your death.
1: My sins are forgiven.
0: My sins are forgiven. are forgiven.
1: And by your resurrection.
0: And by your resurrection.
1: I have received a new life.
0: I have received a new
1: life. I will live for you. I will live for you. Live for you. Through the gift of your Holy Spirit.
0: Through the gift of your Holy Spirit.
1: That I have received from you.
0: That I have received from you.
1: Thank you, Father. Thank you,
0: Father. Thank you, Father.
1: For loving me. For loving, For loving me. me. Just as I am. Just as I am. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Name I pray. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. You know, I want us to spend this week and pray two hours every day for souls to be saved. We want to pray for souls to be saved two hours every day until next Sunday. We want to say, Lord, let it be a revival of salvation. Let it be, let it be a touch where many people in this period shall come to Jesus just as they are. And I believe God is going to bless us. And let us also prepare some finance to support the Healing Jesus campaign and every effort that we are making. Amen. You know, it may interest you to know that we are here. I'm in Ethiopia now. I've been here for some time. And everything that I'm doing is coming from the healing Jesus funds that we raise to advance the gospel. Everything we are, my cabin, Reverend, my cabin is in Awasa, as we speak now, and trying to also do some groundwork so that we can have the church and also the healing Jesus campaign all over this country. This is a country of over hundred million people, over hundred million people and therefore we must preach the gospel to them amen you will say ah but are there no pastors there to preach the gospel you see everybody and the one they will hear there are some people who will hear us because we came to preach and if we never came to preach they will never hear anybody else so we have to do our part they go ye into all the world it was not divided among the disciples. It was an instruction to all of them. So everybody is expected to go into all the world. He's everywhere. You know, it's not like uh, uh, the three of you take Judea, the four of you take Samaria, the five of you take Jerusalem, and the rest of you to the uttermost. No. It's, it was an instruction to all of them, Judea. Uh, uh, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost. So all of them were to go. And therefore I believe that every church is to go into all the world. Not, we are not arranging that you go here and I'll take here. No. Every church is to go everywhere because everybody has the one by whom they are destined to be saved. So let us do our best and I pray that as you take the yoke of Jesus Christ and his burden upon you, you will feel that it is light. And you also see that he will, take, he will take care of your yoke and your bedding that you could never have been able to carry. And the Lord will bless you and increase you. God bless you. Amen.
0: We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platform.